0: Welcome to Super Garbage Day, a retro video game review show where an actual garbage man plays games 20 years or older that you, the listener, chooses. Every week I randomly pick a game submitted by the community to play, mildly dissect, then discuss. I am your host, the king of pop rocks, Be Rasta Man, right near the B. So what's new in the land of Super Garbage Day Incorporated? Well... I spent most of the week playing Moonwalker on my model one Genesis with an upscaler. And for the people who aren't nerds, that means I played it on my flat screen with an old console, interesting game, but we will get into that later. Otherwise I have been preparing for our local retro game expo, which I did state last week that I was going to make a video about my Portland retro game expo experience but I've decided to put that on hold and do just one big video about both events. So stay tuned on the YouTube channel for that. Otherwise it's been Julia watching me play outlast or dragon's dogma where I made her my pawn. She got pissed that the pawn calls me master. And I unfortunately picked the deepest female voice for her character on accident. And she is mad about that as well. It is a whole to do but we're still having fun, so that's all that matters. As always, you can catch my first impression video of the week's game on our Super Garbage A YouTube channel, and this week, my adventures with the King of Pop was pretty funny, so watch that beast if you care to. Next month's theme for Backlog Eternal is Black Sheep Games. Since November is all about family, or lack thereof, watch the polls on the Discord, and you can vote for the next game I must beat and review after Outlast. And if you want to get on that, the link is in the show notes. Just like everything I always talked about, homies. Yeah. Now let's get down to that gosh darn retro question of the word. Akakon. Is it Akakon or Akakon? Akakon. Asks, what is one canceled retro game you wish would be around today? Then they go on to say, there's a Star Fox 2. I love playing Star Fox so much and the 3DS version. It was my go-to game to bring over to my buddy's house when I was younger, and it was always my 3D it was always in my 3DS case. I wish they brought the game series back. Well, you're in luck and I know you have already figured this out via our Discord um, discussion, but they released Star Fox 2 um, officially on the Super Nintendo Mini. It being an unlockable game. So, that's there you go, man. Your your wish has been granted. Otherwise, people in the community, such as Maskeeton Keaton replied, Sly Cooper 5, finish the story. So here's the thing, uh, Mass Keaton. I hear so many good things about Sly Cooper, but the thing is I have a huge, I just, I don't, I have a giant discrepancy with PlayStation titles because I've been my, pretty much an Xbox person. Like Dreamcast, Xbox, I dabbled a little bit in, in the PS4. I think I had one for a small period of time and I played The Last of Us, which I think is like one of the best games ever made. Ended up becoming like an awesome show as we all know. But um, Sly Cooper is definitely there and somewhere in my backlog, if I can find a way to play it, I, I don't own the hardware for it. Van uh, Vanfernal also adds to uh, this question by answering with, I really want a conclusion to Mega Man Legends or a remake of Blood Omen Legacy of Kane. Those IPs are pretty much dead, and that's kind of my answer to this question. I want to see another Soul Reaver. I want to see more what's going on with Blood Oh Man Legacy of Kane. Like I think that that whole I don't know. There's a lot there. And it I don't I'm not sure how many games it had, like four or five? But I'll tell you, man, Soul Reaper? That is a banger. MK Keith also asked, What's your favorite launch titles? Zodiac answers, Soul Calibur, Mario 64, Circle of the Moon, and Golden Sun. Wait a second. Golden Sun. Wait. I think that's the game we pulled and we were going to review and it didn't happen. I think it's the most lost game in the Super Garbage Day history that we wrote a review and I think a lot of things happened where we weren't able to record that week and it's just lost. So. We got to get on reviewing Golden Sun. I think it wasn't the first one. I think it was like the sequel, but that just reminded me. Golden Sun is a lost episode. It's lost media in Super Garbage Day. So we got to get on that. Um, my answer personally, though, to that question that uh, MK Keith asks about favorite launch titles is probably Sonic Adventure. As much as I love Power Stone, um, Sonic Adventure blew my mind when the Dreamcast launched because it was such a jump. In quality, and definition, in gameplay, and music and everything. And so that that's such a ah, I love that game. And I can't believe how expensive it is now. It doesn't I don't understand how things get expensive. I, I kinda do, uh, being a collector, but Sonic Adventure boggles my mind why that game has become an expensive game. But then again, I guess Mario 64 is, so who knows? Now it's time to ask, What are you doing? Well, just working pretty boring week. Um I've been collecting with my 360, which I'll talk about in the next uh, segment. And really just kind of organizing my game collection, looking at things to play next. I don't know, you know, I don't find myself having a lot of free time. I wish I had more free time. You know, the, the big goal I have and my dream, honestly, is to kind of hang up the garbage man, uh, gloves and just be a retro game podcaster. And I know that's a, I don't know. That's such a big dream of mine. And I hope that that comes true because I want to just play games and review them and make content. And I think I'm, I've lately just been thinking about it and I want to push things more forward and I have ideas Um, I'm, I'm really trying to promote this show and, uh, this Patreon even further to kind of make that dream true. And honestly feel in my heart that I can pull it off. I, I, I think that this, this will be what I do. And I'm going to tell you right now that if, if I'm able to get to a certain point of, uh, the amount of patrons or maybe some, um, I don't know, some sponsorship that I'm going to go full bore, like multiple episodes a week on both realms on the main feed on the Patreon, I'm going to do everything I can just make it my life because I, it's my, it's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite hobby. And I can tell you right now, I want to celebrate a little bit that the numbers are good. Uh, I've hit a certain milestone. I hit it earlier than I expected with my uh, downloads and my analytics. And I'm seeing things heading a good direction. And I really want to thank everybody who's been there since day one. And it's all of you listening right now. It's the OGs. It's everybody who, you know, engages and we talk to and we've all become good friends on the discord. So I just want to be a little sappy right here and tell you, thank you very much. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to my, my life. And it's something that I hope down the road I can pass off to my children and they can continue something. I don't know. I mean, that would be so cool. I have this weird, a back, uh, back, I shouldn't say backhanded, but I have this dream in my head that I hope that I'm not trying to impose on my children to eventually have a show with them about old games. I think that would be really cool. And if it doesn't happen, that's fine. I'm not going to push anything on my children. I want them to, to, to uh, do great. But also my kids love video games. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm like, it's in your DNA. So it might be happening. So that's what I'm doing this week. So let's, let's talk about the new segment, Collect 360. So I decided to venture out to my local Goodwill on Sunday, the day that they changed the colors for the price tags and make things either fifty or 75% off and holy crap, I had no idea that the collectors and resellers locally were so abundant and aggressive. It was like Black Friday, but with retro games. I luckily scored a couple of Xbox 360 slim consoles on the cheap, but I did shamefully take a couple of them off the display units without asking um, I feel like it doesn't really matter. They can just put the ones they can replace them with the, with the tags that are not 75% off. And I'm not, I do not feel bad about that. I also grabbed a copy of portal two for like four bucks complete in box because I've never played the second one. And I loved the first, um, it would appear in the YouTube algorithm that the three sucks stuff. Whoa, not three sexy three sixty apocalypse. That's what people are calling it. Super lame name, but whatever. Um, that being the shutting down of the marketplace next summer is gaining a lot of attention. And I've seen a slew of new videos come out uh, showing off what games to grab now. So do yourself a favor if you care. Uh, search 360 Games to Buy Now on YouTube and binge those collector serotonin farms because that I go to sleep to that stuff. I love that stuff. My 360 Spotlight Game of the Week is Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. Dragon Dogma 2 is coming out next year. And currently, you can find uh, this version, uh, Dark Arisen on 360, which includes all the DLC and, and surprisingly, a better texture pack that you can download uh, for cheap. This game has so much replayability. Replayability. Wow, that's not a word. It's silly. And if you do not have a copy and you collect for this system, the 360, it's one of the best titles I have. So please do that. Now let's, before we get into the game, it is the spooky season and I, I don't want to fully disregard Halloween and I do like to make my episodes evergreen, but it is October really haven't done anything other than playing outlast. So I figured let's have a little section where I tell you, uh, some pretty crazy stories about my last podcast which was called life bites and what i did in that show was look up the most messed up things on the internet and then i would uh, discuss them with a co-host and there were two episodes in particular out of the 60 i think episodes we did that things got kind of real and a little bit scary or just like a little bit depressing And i'll start with the less scary of the two which was uh, we did an episode on a guy uh his handle you may you may know about this if you follow like true crime stuff uh his name was jason and hell all one word a redditor and i i did the we did the episode uh, documenting about how this was a person that went on reddit asking for advice because he discovered his wife was cheating on him and he has kids and he asked reddit what to do because she didn't know that he knew yet and so. um You know, they gave him a lot of different advice. It was a, you know, a lot of it was, (laughs) the advice was very polarizing. Some people said like, well, you should probably approach it this way. Some people were like, F that dumper, blah, blah, blah. But uh, unfortunately what ended up happening with this gentleman was, uh, oh, okay. This is rough. Okay. I'm going to let you know right now. This is not, it does not end well. Um, What ended up happening was his wife ended up killing his kids when he approached her about the cheating. And what makes this story interesting, at least to me, was that I reached out to him at the time because it was almost kind of fresh. And now in retrospect, I realized that I was trying to just be kind of a journalist, I guess. But I really should have just been more respectful of the situation. He was one of the few topics or people that actually responded back to me. And he told me, um, he explained very pleasantly and very respectfully that his life was better now and that um, he's he's uh, that it was a very tragic situation. And he did all the right things to work through it and mentally and tech therapy and everything. And that um, he's found some great support and he's moved on from it. And he thanked he said he listened to the episode and he thanked us for uh, covering it. And I thought, wow, like. I I cannot give that person more credit. That's much respect to Jason and Hell because he went through something that was ridiculous. So the second uh thing that happened in the past show I did was there was this user called Beetle Bodkins, and that's spelled B-E-E-D L E, and then Bodkins, uh B O D K I N S. And at one point in our show, this person started following us on our socials. And then they started and I checked out their, uh, their Instagram and it was like really disturbing. Like it was bad. It was very, it was, it was unsettling at the time. I felt like, well, this is kind of like maybe shock entertainment. This isn't real or whatever. didn't think anything of it until they started talking to us, like, like shouting us out in these effed up videos. So we decided me at the time, me and Derek, who was my co-host, we decided to do an episode on him. And then they replied with a video. And here's how I'm describe the video. They released it on their Instagram. I'm not sure if it's there anymore, but it was them with somebody tied up with duct tape on their mouth. Um, they, the person, Beetle Bodkins, who has this kind of like, uh, I don't know, this, this English accent was uh, slapping the guy around. And um, there was like, I'm not sure if it was makeup or whatever. I really don't know if it was all an act and I'm not going to say it is or isn't. But I do know for a fact at one point that person, he forced that person to vomit. And and the slapping and the vomiting was real. And then he addressed the camera directly with his face and said our names and said our show and said, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have done what you've done. And uh, it's not verbatim, but, you know. And that was a point where because at the time, Life Bites was kind of gaining a little bit of. It was becoming like a underground, low-scale popular. It wasn't anything to, to you know write home about. But at that time, we were getting some popularity. And uh, that was my first experience with like, I don't care if this is like a hoax or not. I don't want to be a part of this. So we went ahead and made a part two <laughs> of that episode. And since then, kind of like, as you know, the show did not. Uh, we ended the show. Uh technically I ended the show. Derek did a great job and he held on as much as he could, but then there was like, yeah, if you if you're a part of the Patreon, you heard the episode that oh, what was going on in my life. But yeah, Beetle botkins I'm pretty sure he still has an Instagram. I kind of stay far away from it. Um and I'm aware it's more than likely just shock troll stuff. But you know, I don't know, seeing some guy get slapped around who looks bloodied, and then watch them actually throw up and then them address me and tell me and then I didn't really get threatened but I definitely was talked directly to and you know what I was out I checked out about that point I was like "Mm, I don't know about this anymore but we did go on like I said to make a second episode talk talk shit so there you go there's my spooky stories um I wanted to bring up stuff that we covered but I thought like well everybody and their mothers covered most of these topics Uh, around the spooky season so I thought I'd just give a couple of like personal experiences that I had and I had to do with podcasting so I hope you enjoyed that anyways it is time to get to our game of the week and that game is Michael Jackson's Wind Waker for the Sega Genie Mega Drive Assist yeah Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is the name of several video games based on the 1988 Michael Jackson film Moonwalker. Sega developed two ups released in 1990, one released in the arcades and the other released for the Sega Genesis and Master System consoles. US Gold also published various games for the home computers of the same year. Each of the game's plot loosely follows the smooth criminal segment of the film in which Jackson rescues kidnapped children from the evil Mr. Big played by Joe Pesci <laughs> and incorporated synthesis version of some of the musician songs were included in all of these versions of the games. Following Moonwalker, Jackson collaborated with Sega on several other video games, including Sonic 3, which people deny, but he did. Let's get right into them. and first impressions. Bye. Dude, You are literally Michael Jackson transforming to and from a space car to crash some flapper style club and dance kick man, woman, flora, and fauna to find children in closets. Yes, this is the first few minutes of the game. Also, Joe Pesci is the main bad guy and he's named Mr. Big. The song Smooth Criminal plays in the background as you chest kick broads and gangsters into oblivion with your sparkle limbs until a monkey named Bubbles jumps on your shoulder and leads you to a boss fight. Woo! (laughs) Let's talk about gameplay. Okay, so I feel like I literally just explained the gameplay, but let's go a little further into detail moonwalker is a game inspired and created by the king of pop himself michael jackson now i will not go into the controversy but this game was developed and released at practically the height of his career and pre-courtroom shenanigans Uh, you play as michael jackson who traverses five levels looking for children hidden in closets behind windows in cans car trunks sewers graves bushes Home Depots, Long John Silvers, the Tampa Bay Rays Arena, hot dog eating competition booths, kissing booths, biting booths for dogs, appliance departments of Best Buy, and also in Compton. You have to find the exact amount of kids to progress, making the game relying on exploration over its arcade counterpart, which was more based on action. Adults and animals of all shapes and sizes will try to beat your ass While you use dance moves slash attacks to take them out, such as the wacky D leg kick. Shout out to anybody who gets that. Spinning and throwing a hat. Literally making everybody dance and then die. And also moonwalking. You also can just grab your crotch and scream, woo, Which does nothing in the game except make me question what I do in my free time at 40 years of age. Once you collect all the kids, your monkey bubbles will fly into the room on what I think is a shooting star, take seat on your shoulder and guide you to the area that is the end of the level and you fight some form of a boss. Joe Pesci comes out and says, you'll never catch me, then goes back to his evil plot of getting everyone to do drugs and traffic children. If you by chance grab a shooting star in some levels, you will turn into a robot who shoots lasers and just pushes everybody's shit in. Most levels are pretty much the same premise, but changes in theming and enemy design add a little bit of variety, but it's not quite enough. And honestly, it's just a really fucking weird game. So let's talk about graphics and audio. All right, this game shines like a motherfucker in this department. Its graphics have held up, even if they are actually built on the *Revenge of Shinobi* engine. I like the movement of MJ and the enemies; like it's really fluid. It looks really cool, and there's even a chance for you to make—and I sh— you not—an entire gaggle of street dogs dance with you before they die. You fight gangsters, homeless dudes, zombies, cats dogs, robots, birds, and court charges. (laughs) Okay. All right, Brian, come on. But the real star of this game honestly is the music. I mean, listen to these tracks. Up there, This is making the bonus episode best Sega Genesis music, because how could it not? It's Michael Jackson. I also think the visuals and sound together are really charming. It's well done. Also weird AF, but it's a fever dream. If you didn't grow up understanding the context of this project, actually, I guess it's still a fever dream. Even if you do, it's, it's honestly a really f-ing weird game. So let's just jump into the verdict. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is about as early 90s as it can get. In regards to the way it looks, it feels, and it just dances like a time capsule of the pop star's highest moments. Uh, It's pretty easy, it's repetitive, and it's really quick to complete. But it is definitely worth a playthrough for the sheer... Fact of its silly experience, it gives you with zero shame. I'm gonna say it's a solid C. Now it's time to not spend the will of retro because we have a special guest episode. And guess what? The game was picked the user, only one YouTuber, all one word chose. To hijack the show in a good way. I appreciate this. Thank you. And next week, our game to be reviewed is going to be Shadow of the Colossus on the PS2. Oh, my God. I am so stoked. I love that game. I love Shadow of the Colossus. And I have not played it in nearly two decades. And I have such a great story about the first time I played it. And I can't wait to talk about it. So I also want to thank the new patron. They're a new patron. Uh, Only one YouTuber. That's her name. So, you know, I don't know. I have a I have a sneaking suspicion it's Akinan, but I don't I don't know. That has not been clarified. I want to thank the patrons. Um, two dollars can get you access to over 30 episodes of exclusive content such as retro deep cuts, backlog eternal, and a special events. A special and special events like super garbage bowl. And all of this still happens and is still made because of the patrons we have. And I thank you so much for I don't know, just giving me money to do something I love. It really does mean a fucking lot to me. If you got this far in the episode, Please consider leaving us a review. It helps this show grow its audience. And as usual, I'm going to give shout outs to shows I listen to every week, such as Tadpog, Nostalgia, New Game Plus, and the, Kane- <laughs> the Kanye West podcast, which is the main class podcast. But my dyslexia just went full f- or. Join the Discord. It is free. It is a small community of like-minded people like you and I. And you can vote on certain topics like the games picked for Backlog Eternal. And everything i am just told you are in the links show notes. It's a link tree. Hit it and just ride the snake. I will see you next week as we traverse the beautiful and epic land of the Colossi. And hopefully fall back in love with one of my favorite games of all time. May Cod be with you. Never judge a book by its grammar. And have a super garbage day. Cut to B. Thank you for watching with my dad. I uh, I just want to say, everybody, guys, bye.